down to the neighborhood where it feels like your childhood. Your friendly neighborhood pie gives it her all, bringing you the local hall. All kinds of comics, classic and new, Marvel, DC, and Indies too. Readers and creators in unity, welcome to our community. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the neighborhood, and welcome back to your friendly neighborhood comic show. Uh, I'm your host, Lauren, your friendly neighborhood bye. and every week here, we keep hope, give help, and share comics with all. Uh, it's my little cheesy saying coming from Supergirl, um, and this week, our theme is comics and comedy. Um, and it's our ninth episode, or huddle, um, so thank you all for tuning in, checking it out. Um, two little housekeeping things I wanted to do before we get to our, uh, neighborhood check-in and get the show started and bring on our, uh, lovely guests and everything. Um, so as you guys probably know, um, if you follow my Twitter, um, I'm a huge fan of the Legend of Tomorrow show and, uh, you know, I enjoyed the Batwoman show as well. And unfortunately, uh, both those shows were just canceled by the CW. So even though this is a comic show, um, you know, this, these shows kind of tie into the comics and they're really important to me. Um, so I just wanted to, you know, give a little shout out to them um, and everybody that I know is also upset by these cancellations. Um, hopefully there's some way these shows can get, you know, some final wrap ups because, you know, that's really the thing they didn't get was a final wrap up. Um, I'm wearing my <laughs> uh, shirt with Sarah Lance quotes on it today. Uh, but the one quote that's not on it that she said that I think is really important right now is uh, legends never go quietly. Um, so even if you think there's no hope, things are going to come back. If you are upset and you would like to see some closure or something, shout it out, throw it up on Twitter, uh, write articles, post videos, whatever works for you. Um, Cause just like our comics, you know, if, if there's something that um, you believe is worth fighting for you hundred percent should. So um, that's the real serious note I wanted to uh, check on today. Cause again, really important to me. Um, the other housekeeping thing I want to do real quick um, is just to remind you guys that we are doing a giveaway at a hundred subscribers. Um, so once we get a hundred subscribers on YouTube channel, um, we're gonna give away some Spidey comics. We're giving away some indie comics. And if I'm really feeling good, I might throw some more in there. I have a ton of comics to give away. Um, so get your friends to subscribe to the channel all that really great stuff just they don't even have to watch the videos even though of course i would love for them to <laughs> just tell them to subscribe if they have three accounts tell them to subscribe on three youtube accounts um because once we hit that hundred subscribers you could get some really awesome free comics um so be sure to do that and without further ado let's just get into it because i know you guys are excited you guys want to play the game today we've got a game of who said it um i pulled some comments from you guys off twitter um, some suggestions of funny comics. I pulled some lines from them. It's going to be really fun to see who remembers their own comics. Uh, we've got Matt McGrath here that I'm going to bring up. Matt McGrath, Matt McGrath. He'll tell me how to say it right. Um, but we're going to bring him on in just a second. And yeah, let's just do it. Let's do our neighborhood check-in real quick. I have to click the button. What is up? We got Emmett in the chat, and he was first today, so Emmett is the most fun today. Hi, Emmett. Uh, we've got Chase. I comment on comics here. That is exciting. 
Uh, yes, Chase, I would love to put the uh, Wave Rider in the neighborhood. So I will be doing that. Um, let's bring him on. Let's bring on our guest. Um, he is the creator and writer of a Kickstarter comic called ID-10T Error, which sounds really weird, but it'll make total sense once you hear all about it. It's robot related. It's hilarious. It's ridiculous. It's chaotic. Um, I'm really excited to have him on. So please welcome Mr. Matt McGrath. How are you? Hey, thanks for having me on. I'm good. How are you? Good. Did I say your name right or did I completely butcher it? Matt McGrath. Yeah, that's how okay. I used to say. If I was a good, you know, Irish boy, I'd, I'd say Matt McGraw. That's like uh -huh. the correct way of pronouncing it, I guess. Yeah. But uh, no, I use the, I don't know, bastardized North American <laughs> version of McGrath. So you got it. You know, we tend to mess things up. So, you know, sometimes yeah. we screw things up for the better. Sometimes we don't. So I, I appreciate you humoring us. <laughs> no worries. So, um, you know, real quick before we get into it. So the uh, the Kickstarter has, you know, 18 days left to go. Um, you know, what really drew you to the comedic line of things? Um, yeah, I, I guess I've always just been drawn to comedy. Like um, back in the day, my first kind of artistic pursuit was acting mm -hmm. and um yeah, when when I acted, I was always drawn more to the comedy. Like I like when I did Shakespeare as a kid, I always liked playing, you know, Nick Bottom the Weaver and Mister Nice Dream. And when I had to be casting like the the dramas, I was just like, I don't know, kind of bored having to do yeah. those things. But um, uh, so for this, uh, just the idea itself. So to to let everybody know, it's it's about a dude who creates an AI robot in his basement, just using the junk that he can find in his house and dump you know trash cans around the neighborhood and the reason that he does this is not because he wants to make you know billions off of this scientific marvel or he wants doesn't want to better mankind he just wants to create this thing so he can uh torture and kill it and um that's right it. so yeah but just from there um that, that that situation is just so absurd um so it, it just kind of lends itself to comedy itself right away yeah um, yeah i it's, it's not a comic that i really wanted to you know take too seriously mm -hmm. uh it's a disturbing con uh, concept but at, at the same time i think like a really funny concept um mm -hmm. so yeah that's that's where the comedy of it came from um yeah i was gonna yeah. say it really looks like he needs to uh talk to our uh our our neighborhood bartender who just go voted this week uh the thing so uh those of you that don't know on the twitter every single week we do a little poll to add to our neighborhood and this week you guys voted the thing which you let me move that little banner saying rita um you guys voted him as a, out of all these choices um do you think talking to the thing could help this guy in your comic like get it together or do you think the thing might just have to clobber him a bit yeah i think the thing would totally he would get frustrated with him and he just boot him out of the mm -hmm. bar yeah yeah he he i think he would start off sympathetic and try and give him a helpful ear but uh bradley our, our mad scientist will not listen to reason and he's just a big big jerk so yeah he'd definitely yeah. get clobbered yeah do you do you think the thing would be a good bartender overall, or do you yeah, think he sure. would end up just hitting everybody all the time? Um, no, I think no, no, yeah, he would he would be a good bartender for sure. Like he yeah. he would know he he'd gauge the situation. Like he'd know when he kind of have to throw down and 
you know, start clobbering some people. But right. uh, I think that's like in the rare, rare instances. Like he, he'd chosen some restraint, but overall, yeah, he'd be a great partner. He'd be, he'd be jovial, uh, lend a, lend a helping hand. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think he'd give some like good deals too. I can see him like doing yeah. like a $2 drink Tuesdays or something like that. Like, yeah, he would. Fantastic for Friday. You get four yes. drinks or the price of like two or something. That mm -hmm. would be a hell of a deal. Mm -hmm. We would yeah. all be drunk all the time. Probably that may not yeah. be great for our health, but and it'd be like a really kind of like cozy divey bar. Like it wouldn't be Johnny storm where he'd create like some obnoxious club. It'd just be like a cool place. Yeah. You can have a beer and just hang out with some friends, not like loud music blasting your eardrums out. Um, yeah. What yeah. We call it blue eyes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep, yep 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 we I'd have go there chasing you're talking about rest in peace slobbering time pet bnb i think he was saying on twitter that he uh thinks uh the thing would be great like as a, a pet sitter or a pet walker or something he can do both he can have more than one job most of us do nowadays god mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah it's his it. day job night job is bartending there you go see he yeah. doesn't he doesn't sleep he does not need to he can do it all yeah the yancey street pub yep that's it Yep. That that would uh, yeah, I feel like that would um invite some unwanted maybe the Yancey Street gang would kind of just be punking him the entire time. Yeah, but he he loves Yancey Street, right? He wants to show some Yancey Street pride. Yeah, so. I think so. I mean, yeah. I'm not the biggest Fantastic Four fan, but I'm pretty sure that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, like a big thing in the street. Well, yeah. sweet. So we got uh we got a little preview about your Kickstarter. So mm -hmm. I want to talk more about it and get more into it. So I have this Whoa. uh really uh kind of fun but silly uh quick little segment transition i'm gonna throw up real quick so let's right. let's let's, let's do see it. what this is called so i decided to try something new especially since we have uh thor's our uh our uh, barbecue master and everything um, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about what you're cooking as a creative. We're gonna talk about it. Uh, right. So let's throw it on the screen. So uh, those of you heard about this, and he's already giving you a little spiel about it. Um, you've got this guy who built this robot, and he just he basically just wants to torture the hell out of him. That 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 is his goal. Yeah. He he has no. It's not that he has a nice motive, but he's doing things the wrong way. He's just kind of a kind of a douchebag. So this yeah. is for issues it one was, and two, right? right? Yeah, so issue one was uh, kickstarted uh, in 2020. Um, mm -hmm. So it was a digital only release. Um, mm -hmm. So for this one, I really wanted to do a print run for both. So uh, this Kickstarter is kind of going back and raising funds to print issue one. And it's also raising funds to do the production on issue two and print issue two. So that's awesome. And it's so this is the only way that people can get their first prints, basically, of the first issue, right? Because mm -hmm. that was yep. originally printed. Yep. So this, this is good for people. One. Yeah. So this is good for people that ha are brand new to the comic and also people that uh, really love the first one and want it in their hands. Are you totally. are you personally a big fan of having them in your hands or do you prefer digital for yourself? No, I'm a, I'm a physical guy. Uh, as you can see, like behind me, there's all my long boxes and short boxes <laughs> and what have you. So I like my physical comics. And in fact... I did like a, a trial, like a, a test run. For issue uh -huh. one. So here it is. This is what it looks oh, like. Oh, nice. Yeah. And it's um, 
That looks big. Is that a normal it size is. or is it bigger? Nope, it's bigger. So this is like your normal size comic, more or less. Uh -huh. So as you can see, oh yeah, nice, it's a lot bigger. Yeah, this is uh, A4 size. Uh huh. Um, so yeah, like the you know your printing paper is basically the size of that. So uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, it That's looks exciting. Cool. Yeah. I really like the magazine format, like uh, like DC Black Label's been using it a lot lately. Mm -hmm. um, I I honestly, if if it were more budget friendly and uh, if there weren't paper shortages, I would argue that any comic should be made in that format because you just get so much more of a rich experience. I feel like totally, yeah. Like I, I'm surprised what the size just does to it. Just I don't know, it just looks better. I can't describe why. It's just a a vibe that it gives off or something. The bigger, the better. Yeah. No, absolutely. I completely agree. And you talk about here how it's a Black Mirror-esque uh, revenge comedy, this Kickstarter. And, you know, we talked about how Bradley is, you know, just wants to torture and kill his robot. But the twist is that this robot gains consciousness. And what's really funny is that when I first read it, um, you see that, you know, the AR basically thinks it's human first. Mm -hmm. And then has to basically realize, one, you're living a terrible life. Two, you're also a robot. So, so what happens from there once, once he realizes, so I'm a robot and this guy is just the worst being on the planet. Yeah. Uh, do we want to go into spoilers for issue one? It, it is up to you. That's your okay. call. Okay. Uh, if you don't want to be spoiled, then I don't know, maybe plug your ears for a bit, but I guess the high concept of it is that later on in the story, we find out that the robot wasn't human or was not a human who's turned into a robot. It's, it was originally Bradley's laptop from college that crashed on him mm. and it kind of ruined this project that he was working on. He, he flunked out of this course and it just from that moment, it's just like his life got totally out of control. It's just a, uh, what do you call it? A small snowball effect of everything going wrong. So he couldn't let go of that anger. And, and of course, like doesn't have anything to be angry at because a laptop is just a, you know, nothing. It's just a inanimate object. So that's his motivation. He wants to turn his laptop into a living thing so he can exact his revenge against it. But uh, and then, you know, of course, the, the, the laptop, the AI uh, has other ideas and it ends up um, kicking his butt in the end. So so that's kind of where we leave off. Issue one, without going to what happens, the AI escapes. And as you can see, here's uh, pages from issue two where the AI has escaped into the streets of Toronto. And uh, Bradley's freaking out and he's trying to go after him. And from there, it's just, a, again, a cat and mouse game, but on a much bigger scale where we get into, uh, yeah, Bradley's traveling around Toronto, causing havoc and destruction, trying to destroy this thing. And, and we kind of yeah. get into like more background stuff about Bradley's past, his motivations, a little more sympathetic lens on Bradley. Um, how he actually created this robot, even because he's like not the smartest guy. So we kind of get mm. a little more insight into that. Um, yeah. And then uh, that's, that's issue two. That's without giving away too much. Yeah. I love how, um, even though, cause Bradley is just a straight up asshole. Like he is a complete mm -hmm. dick um, that, you know, just wants to torture this, you know, AI robot he's built, but it's still so enjoyable to read him. That's what gets me because in the back of my head, it's like, well, this guy sucks. Why do I want to read about this guy? But then a page like this where this guy's just running after him and you've got this huge panel focusing on how he stubs his toe so bad. Mm -hmm. And you use the word ouchie, which is quite a choice and it works. It makes it so fun to read because you're just... Because it's almost like you can't get enough of watching this guy fail and screw himself over. And so... Mm -hmm. 
on the one hand, it's like, this, this is a fun-ass read. On the other hand, I'm like, am I any better than this guy? Because I'm just liking watching this guy beat the hell out of himself. Like, he's just getting his ass kicked. Mm, yeah, yeah. You know, that was kind of the worry with issue two, because it's very Bradley heavy. Um, mm -hmm. And he's not a good guy. He's not a person you want to root for. Like, you, mm -hmm. you can't really relate to him on, on that much. Maybe, maybe a yeah. little bit. Maybe we all have our frustrations with talk technology, but... <laughs> you know we're not we're not going to take it as far as he does so um I, yeah i think that's the secret of, of why it works watch um why we enjoy reading him just because he's such a train wreck and he just yeah. digs him, keeps digging himself into a, a worse and worse hole and yeah there's the schadenfreude aspect of it we just love seeing this guy get his just rewards and and there's going to be a lot of that in in issue two he's going to get his butt kicked Plenty. Yeah, I, I'm really excited to see that because it's it's always more um fulfilling when you do have that build up to the kicking gas. Because if you just start issue one with him getting his ass kicked left and right and there was no push and pull, like a struggle back and forth, um, I don't think as a reader it would be as fulfilling. So I'm really excited to see um that build up happen. I want this to ask like... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, oh no, I was gonna ask uh with this panel and um, you've got Burpo up here. This the, this is an image of Burpo. What what yeah. what the hell is Burpo for it's people Burpo. that don't know? Uh, Burpo, um, Burpo, Burpo. He is a an issue one. He's kind of like the Igor to Bradley's Doctor Frankenstein. So mm. he's kind of there toiling away in Bradley's basement, kind of helping out, chipping in. Uh, and then in issue one, he kind of be befriends the AI and um, lends a kind of uh, sympathetic ear. And helps him try to escape. Um, yeah, so uh, he's basically like a childhood toy. Uh, kind of like mm -hmm. a Furby or something. And Bradley kind of just experimented on this toy he had lying around. Uh, basically to test out his um, his theories about AI. To kind of make a rudimentary AI. It's kind of a proof, proof of concept. So yeah, he, he is a, he's an AI as well. He can, you know, he has... He can think and feel, but he doesn't really say that much. He can basically just say his name and a couple of other pre-recorded um, things that, mm -hmm. that, you know, he would have said as a child's toy. Uh, so, yeah, that's Burpo's deal. And um, the name I got from, I used to work at a bookstore and there is um, there's a author called Todd Burpo. I think he wrote some some Christian book about his son <laughs> going to heaven or something <laughs> like that. And I, uh, yeah, I just like whenever I put that book away or whenever I saw it at the bookstore, I just thought Burpo was a really funny name. <laughs> so, I was going to say, I, 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 I'm not sure uh, Todd Burpo will like being uh, tied to, to this creature, but I hope he does. Like he should be honored. I mean, look at this yeah. little demon thing. Like, why wouldn't you want to, why wouldn't you it's want cute. that to have your name? <laughs> yeah. I think he's cute. I think he is too. He's cute and terrifying. And I think that's exactly what you want in characters yeah. like that. You this want is kind of like that. the cleaned okay. up kind of cleaned up nice Burpo. But in, in our book, uh, the the kind of main Burpo is this weird, I don't know, another yeah. kind of Frankensteinian creature thing. This weird mangled monster. True. Well, Mostly I was going to say, theories. everything in this series is weird. And that's mm. in a good way. Everything is wacky as hell. Um, mm -hmm. I really was excited when you uh, reach out to me about coming on here because I know a lot of people that watch us they like the the really weird and 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 outlandish uh comedic stuff and this this is a hundred percent that y'all like this is the most outlandish fun book um you can find out there 
Um, and and who's your artist on this? Because the art is really, really great. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Uh, so on line art is Otavio Colino. Uh, he's an artist from Brazil. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, he's great to work with, like as you can see. So we're gonna burp. Oh, okay, burp -o. I burp <laughs> Um Yeah, uh, I, I think like a lot, 90% of the comedy kind of comes from him because he's so good at doing that kind of slapstick physical comedy. Like his facial expressions are yeah. so amazing. Uh, and he does this yeah. thing, like if you scroll up a little bit, he kind of does a Looney Tunes thing. So you have these, mm. you know, panels looking normal, just like a, a regular person. And then a second, like when something extreme happens, suddenly like their eyes will like pop out of their heads or something like that. Yeah. So uh, I, I really like that aspect of his art. And I kind of really encouraged him to do that as much as he can in this book. Mm -hmm. um, again, just to sell the weirdness of it. And yeah. uh, on colors, we have Kay Baird. Um, so I, I don't know, her colors speak for themselves. They're so, so unique and vibrant and, um, um, yeah, Kay Baird is, uh, she's also an illustrator, uh, herself and she's working on a book called A Guardian with Easton Viverna, which is going to be coming out this summer and, and it looks amazing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, she, she knocked it out of the park, especially in issue one where you see like in the basement scenes. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you have like a kind of monochromatic color scheme um, mm -hmm. worth a lot of like reds and blues. And that's pretty much it. And uh, yeah, just it really kind of sells the weirdness and the tension of the situation and the kind of um, dire situation that this AI finds itself in. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and a lot of that comes from our colors. So great team. And uh, Frank, Frank Sekovic also did the letters and the logo and I don't know what to say. His work yeah. is amazing. It's so good. I love it. Yeah, it all it all looks fantastic. It it looks um and and anytime I can tell indie creators this, I do because it's it's a huge deal that this looks like a book that could be published by a big publishing company. Like they wouldn't have to change anything about it. They won't have to change the logo or update it. It, it looks like like this is something that you. Uh, could get published by image or scout or something like you guys have done such a great job oh, making it look like its own. Mm -hmm. I always say I want to be the least talented person on any team that I'm a part of. And uh, oh. I think, I think I pulled it off here. A lot of really talented people here that I'm, that I'm working with. So super happy with the team. Yeah. A hundred percent. And chase here. I think this is going off your Burpo story. We had a fryer and an old job that on the side, the company named Volrath and the equipment named Real Later. And I've always thought Volrath Real Later was awesome. Okay, Chasey, you can't just give ideas for free. You need to yeah. use that. <laughs> that is actually really like good. That. That's going to be like a, a going to be an issue three. Volrath Real Later. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll write they'll write you a, a small royalty check. Just, yeah, just have your uh, uh, PO box open. <laughs> yeah, if we ever make any money off of it, I'll send you a royalty check. <laughs> It sounds like a Voltron villain. Like, I'm not even a huge fan of Voltron, but that could 100% be a Voltron villain. Yeah. Oh, I can't hear you. I think you're muted. Oh, I did get muted. Haha. Oh, that uh, one. There we go. Uh, so, uh, so you've got 18 days left on this. Do you know the exact date when the Kickstarter ends? May 19th. Which is a Thursday, I think. At oh, yeah, it's right here. Eight. Oh, yeah, there it is. Eight oh five. Wow, that's a very specific time. Okay, it is. Hopefully, I pull like through it in those those last five minutes. Those last five minutes are what's gonna do it for me. 
you, you yeah. know, people might, does. you know, get on their laptops or their desktops right at eight o'clock after work yeah. on Thursday. Yeah. So, oh gotta practice, right? So, yeah, you guys are, uh, a, what is that almost halfway there? So, um, yeah. everybody that is <laughs> watching this, I think. yeah, yeah, so I, we watching hit 30% this, percent this morning. Oh, nice. sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. Well, and I was okay. just saying, you know, everybody watching, you guys need to go look at this on uh, the Kickstarter. Uh, it's right here, this name. You guys need to go look at this and back it. Um, you can even just, even if you don't want the print copies, you can get the digital ones. Mm -hmm. It's like, what, six bucks our money just to get a digital copy? I mean, you can't beat that. Like, you, yeah. you can't beat doing something like that. All so. the prices are in Canadian, which, you know, is barely money. So, I don't know. <laughs> It, it, it's much cheaper in us it's nothing, like it's basically. like monopoly money right guys it's totally. it's basically monopoly <laughs> monopoly money it's not made of paper it's plastic it's, it's essentially yeah made for children <laughs> baby money well i think a lot of us are overgrown children here so i think it works out perfectly mm, i think it's gonna be a great time um yeah. is there anything else specifically that you want to mention about uh, your kickstarter yeah maybe just like uh, if i can go over a couple of rewards because i think we got some cool Heck stuff yeah yeah um, 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 uh, one reward that was pretty popular last time was being drawn into the comic. Mm -hmm. So, uh, that's a reward you can get. So Octavio will draw you into the comic and not just like appear in one panel and that's it. You'll be a character in the comic. So you'll Ooh. have, you'll have speaking roles. You'll appear on multiple pages. Um, uh, you'll have like motivations and interact with characters and further the plot along. So, um, yeah, I think that's a cool reward. And plus you get everything else. You get issue one in print, issue two in print. Uh, we also have a print by K Baird that we're offering for free if you back above the print catch up tier. So, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. if you want to scroll down, you probably have to scroll down. Oh, there's the basement stuff. I was wondering there where these pages yeah, were. Yeah, there it is. We were talking yeah, about so there's those reds, colors earlier. Reds and blues I was talking about. I think there's Burpo. Burpo's kind of like the mascot. There we go. There, there is go. K Baird's print, and it looks a pretty amazing, I think. I really so like the it. purples and reds in there. They look real mm -hmm. good. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, it's kind of a scene where Bradley is creating the AI with his handy Burpo. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, so you can be drawn into the comic. We also have, uh, where are they? We have original art tiers. So you can get. Original pages from issue one. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, really cool. So there, first appearance of Burpo, that could be yours. Um, yeah, we have 10 pages left, I think, 10 or 11. Uh, mm -hmm. And yeah, so we're, again, offering that, plus all the other stuff. You get the Care Baird print, you get issues one and two in print. Mm -hmm. um, I think you get some digital comics as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the last kind of big thing we're offering is uh, a commission from Otavio. So for Ooh. 20 bucks more, you'll do a character commission on A4 paper. So again, that kind of printer paper size mm -hmm. that you usually see. Um, yeah, any character of your choice, limited background, he'll draw it up for you. And uh, again, all the other stuff that I mentioned, you get the issues in print, the K. Baird print, digital comics, and that, that's, that's what we got. So good stuff, I think. I love how in this print, like you've just got him in his socks and like these these really lanky uh, slippers. Like it, it fits just how much he just doesn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what he's wearing all throughout issue one. And uh, yeah, and, and issue two, I think he's going to run out of the house just wearing his slippers and his bathrobe and 
Yeah. Just run around the city just like that in his pajamas. I, I think that's the most relatable thing about him. And he he's just in his basement doing weird shit in like the most lame outfit. Cause like who hasn't done something like that? That's me every day. I work from home and I work in my Batman bathrobe, my slippers, and uh, my pajamas. Like I put on a nice shirt right now just for this, mm-hmm. but below I'm just wearing my pajama <laughs> pants and my slippers. Because why not? Like yeah. you're not going anywhere. <laughs> Definitely not. Nope. Especially not now. I'm stuck here. Stuck here as long as you're in the neighborhood. Absolutely. Yep. Well, I'm super excited. And honestly, these are really cool awards. And they're not expensive. Like original art for like 94 bucks, like an original page from a comic. You really can't really? beat that, guys. Yeah. Like that, that's ridiculous. Usually it's like 500 bucks or more mm-hmm. um, to get an original page. So um, make sure you all check out the Kickstarter. It's going to be great. Um, I've read a lot of it. It is absolutely worth your money. Um, whatever you are able to do and want to do, it's 100% worth it. Um, I wouldn't vouch for it if I didn't think it was funny. It is 100% hilarious mm, and ridiculous and rambunctious. <laughs> oh, thank you. And yeah, I mean, if you, you're you on a budget and you still want to check it out, uh, we got the digital catch-up here. For, so for issues one and two, PDF, um, uh, just for 14 Canadian. So again, child's money so what is 11 11 bucks american yeah basically yeah barely over 10 i mean what's another dollar like you can't go wrong with it so yeah be sure to check that out you guys and since we were talking about uh your kickstarter which is more on the comedic uh side i also want to talk about some of our favorite comedic comics in general Mm -hmm. um so what are some of your favorite comics that really just you know at any point can make you, you know, just laugh your ass off that really kind of inspire you to want to continue doing comedic stuff yourself. Mm. Uh, yeah. I mean, I kind of wish there was more comedic stuff mm-hmm. in comics for sure. I think uh, one of the big ones that I read recently where I laughed my ass off was um, the six sidekicks of Trigger Keaton. It's a mouthful of mm-hmm. name, but it's by uh, uh, Kyle Starks and Chris Schweitzer. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of it? Have you read it? I have heard of it. I haven't read yeah. it. Uh, one of my friends, Joe, who uh, works uh, at the Wednesday poll list with me, he's a huge fan of that. And so oh, okay. I've heard nothing yeah, yeah. but good things. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so what's the premise? Uh, basically, a kind of washed up TV actor um, ends up murdered and his mm. six sidekicks that he's worked with over the years. So sidekicks and like various kind of, uh, I don't know, B-list TV shows. Mm-hmm. kind of team up to solve his murder uh, for uh, they have their own reasons for doing it. Even though he was a terrible person, they all hated him. They kind of want to still get to the bottom of why he was murdered. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, from there, it's just like, it, it's kind of like my comic. Uh, like it's just off the wall, completely insane things that happen from there. And um, Kyle Starks, he kind of has a way with swearing the way that like uh, Tarantino does. Like he, it's just, Mm-hmm. it's just like poetry the way he drops his f-bombs and <laughs> f-bombs it's just anytime one of the, the characters swears it's just hilarious just just seeing that um uh yeah so uh he was a dick to everyone oh yeah yeah totally the stuntman battle yeah they, yeah the stuntman there's a whole stuntman uh mm-hmm. uh komodo is great there's one line in it where i think it's with komodo um mm-hmm. he's a kid and they're about to do a stunt on a on a on a set and mm-hmm. they have to like jump off a building and onto this kind of uh, 
I don't know what you call it, the big, the big soft thing that's going to break your fall, like the big mm. balloon thing. Uh, and he's afraid to do it. And the trigger goes like, you know, even a piece of shit can fall into a toilet and then kind of pushes him off the ledge. So mm. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that line was hilarious. That's fantastic. Um, it's, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's really great when just easy puns like that work out so well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he, Kyle Starks, he's also a cartoonist. We did a, I'm looking mm -hmm. at my shelf. I can't remember the name right now. Uh, Sex Castle is a really good mm -hmm. one. Of his first big break. I've uh, never like even he, heard of that one, actually. Sex Castle. Interesting. Sex Castle. Yeah. It's maybe a little less known. Like it's, I'm sure he did cartoon before this, but this was kind of like his first thing that really got a lot of attention got him a lot of attention and kind of more work after that uh it was a mm -hmm. kickstarter comic and i think later it was picked up by image but it's it's kind of a homage to the 90s action heroes just like the completely ridiculous you know schwarzenegger john claude batam who were mm -hmm. totally pumped and kick ass all time and have these like uh these one-liners that they throw out so uh mm -hmm. yeah definitely check out sex castle if you can yeah, I was gonna say I need to, and and Starks has been coming out with a lot of uh, good indies that have been getting a lot of comic fans' attention. So I think he's mm -hmm. he's really making a case for being one of the uh, greater comedic uh, writers out there. And I really, I know he's a big name, but I really enjoy uh, Chip Zdarsky's writing, like just in general. Like even when he's writing something that is more dramatic, he always throws in some dumbass lines that just get you every single time. Um, totally. Yeah. So he's probably what's one, one of your What's one of your favorite Chip Zdarsky lines? I can't think of an actual what? line right now, yeah. but I'm trying to think book wise. Um, uh, Captara <laughs> is one of my favorites. So mm -hmm. that's a story of his that he's continuing on his uh, Substack, I believe, which mm -hmm. I've not read. Yeah. I don't pay it right now, but um, but that one's one of the funniest things I've read. And people that know Chip Zdarsky but haven't read Captara, I'm like, how have you not even read the first volume? Like, because it's one of the funniest. It, it's just his sense of humor is so um it, it's the perfect balance of adult and and kid i think even mm -hmm. though it's you know you definitely don't want your kids reading his humor most of the time but it, it kind of satisfies both um yeah. depending on who you are for sure yeah i i, I got Kaptara over there i i haven't i got i gotta revisit it i'm sure i'll revisit it like he's he's doing it on the sub stack now but i'm sure like yeah. in, you know once it's done it'll be published through image so i'll probably pick it up then and right the second volume yeah yeah i remember the I'm first volume like at the end of it there's like this big splash page of all these villains and it's mm -hmm. just like a series of kind of weird weird um i don't know yeah gags or whatever so mm -hmm. yeah that's probably one of my favorite pages from katara yeah and yeah. and that's why i love throughout he just him and 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 the rest of creative team they just throw that stuff in so naturally that you don't think twice about it once you you know get through the first like you know, chapter of the story or whatever. Mm -hmm. It yeah. just comes through. And Chase here is saying he had the best issue crossover. That was a really freaking great issue. Um, I kind of heard about this. Did he like appear as himself in it? Yeah, he and he wrote it that? himself. Okay. Yeah. 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 It was, it was crossover in general is very meta, like, and it's supposed mm -hmm. to be. It's very in your face about it. Um, but it's one of the most creative like indie comics I've read in a long time in terms of just how original it is and how it knows it's meta, but it will continue being so and it has no problem with that. Yeah. Yeah. The best thing about Chip Zdarsky, he doesn't really do this as much anymore, maybe because he's a bit bigger, mm -hmm. but when he was kind of, you know, when he's making it 
uh, mainstream, I guess, with sex criminals. He did like a lot of mm. weird stunts, especially here in Toronto. Like he mm. climbed the CN Tower dressed as Spider Man once. Um, there is one instance, like there's our, the biggest uh, convention here in Toronto, um, mm-hmm. like Fan Expo. I think he kind of they kind of shunned him, like they didn't they didn't invite him or something like mm. that, or yeah, some, something like that. So he kind of created his own convention yeah. on the same weekend as Fan Expo called Zadarscon. <laughs> it's just like purposely like really pathetic like he i think for the first sidars con he just created like this table kind of right outside the convention center and just had like That's great. something printed on a piece of paper the second sidars con he did it in he rented out a hotel and invited guests like a couple up at a time into this hotel room and he's like in this bathrobe and plugging his stuff and Jesus. I think Brian North and um, Brian Lee O'Malley were also in this hotel room with him as mm. part of Guess's Sadars Con. Uh, yeah, so I, I think he just did too and then kind of called it quits. You know, yeah. maybe we should do that. Maybe the neighborhood needs to team up with Zadarsky. We'll we'll make it the neighborhood <laughs> Zadars Con. He yeah. he won't know what hits him. He he will not be ready at all. And sex criminals, I've heard a lot about. So that's one of probably the most more mainstream popular comedic uh, comedic comics. And that's something that interests me in general with comedic comics is that they tend to be more on the adult side of things. Like they either go hardcore adult or they're very kiddish. There's not much of a middle, I feel like. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think like of a middle of the road. Um comedy book um i guess like all the kind of marvel stuff are are a little bit like the movies like they Mm. have those kind of gags in it or they got those comedic moments one-liners but i guess you wouldn't really label them a comedy Mm um i'm looking at my shelf yeah i guess it's just like even with image like are there any images books that aren't super adult that just have lots of swearing and violence or sex or something Maybe there's like the odd one that doesn't. I mean, there's not a lot. Image tends, yeah, image definitely. I mean, Boom Studios is probably the closest to a middle we've got right now, I would argue, in terms of overall publisher, because they do a lot of the more YA stuff, and Young Adult mm-hmm. is pretty much the middle, if you think about it, because you can make more jokes, but you also can't go too far without it being more adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not girl. See, I've seen that. I haven't read that. Is it actually good? Because I, I, I might have to check that one out. Yeah, I've heard of it. Uh, Brian Lee O'Malley. Him just writing, mm-hmm. but not um, drawing it. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I've heard good things about it. I, I, I think it kind of petered off. <clears throat> like it's... I, I'll have to check it out. I, I'll have to see if Anasiar is right. Because I would love to check it out. The Tick is great. 100%. Mm-hmm. I adore The Tick. Uh, I, I wish he was a bit more mainstream than he is. Because he's more like a cult classic, I would argue, nowadays. Which is kind yeah, of sad really to see me. too much tick anymore except for that series which is good but then got canceled um, which why because it was actually good but yeah. bye. i think like the tick comes back every year for free comic book day i don't know if yes. they're still doing that but that's like the year only so. tick content that, that you get nowadays is yeah again he's day, kind of a cult classic kind of like rocky horror for like yeah. film people like very much a beloved cult classic but if you don't pay attention to it you won't ever see it so. yeah i think he's he's redue for like a comic book renaissance like if they came back with another yeah. six series right now they could probably do well if they got the right person to write it i mean zadarsky could write it yeah so yeah uh who is the original ben edlund like mm, i'm not sure 
Yeah, I, I think he could write it. Like he's, I, he kind of did the tick to start off, and then he kind of went on off into TV land. Like he, I mm-hmm. think that's yeah. his main job right now is he's a TV writer. Um, like he probably pays TV. better to be honest. Probably, you know, probably. So, I, yeah. I I can't really fault the guy. Uh, Matt, are you Ryan North writing under a pen name by chance? No, I'm much much smaller than Ryan North. He's like <laughs> seven foot two. I'm just five ten. He's a, he's God. a giant. Yeah. <laughs> so, Insanity. No. Like he has like it. a much he lighter beard too. Yeah. Yeah. He has much so, blonder beard. Yeah. yeah. So many neck problems. Uh, who are some of your favorite comedic characters? I think that's an easier one to talk about, right? Like we know our funny characters. Indie, mm. Marvel, DC, otherwise. I mean, I love I love funny Spider Man. Whenever Spider Man's yeah. funny, like cracks me up. That's that's my favorite. Mm. Uh, um, who does a really, you know, Dan Slott had some good, some good, uh, funny Spider-Man moments in his run. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. the one I, Joe Kelly is really good at writing, um, a really hilarious Spider-Man. There's mm-hmm. like a run, there's a small run he did during the brand new day era where they did, mm-hmm. uh, they kind of reinvented the Rhino. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that was a really good run. That was like, it's just two issues, but like, um, they kind of revamped the rhino a bit. So he wasn't just this big, dumb, lumbering idiot. He kind of had mm-hmm. like a kingpin aspect to him. Like, he was very well spoken and stoic and um, like very polite. And, you know, his motivations for being the rhino, yeah. like, he wasn't like a bad dude, but he's just like doing bad things because he had to get by. Um, yeah, but yeah, check out that run. It's, it's just two issues. It's 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 great. It's got a lot yeah. Of I was gonna say that's not even a run. That's just a tiny arc. So tiny I'm all little for, arc. Yeah, you know, two he's kind of got like a scatter. Uh, you know, with brand new day, uh, we're jumping on here and there. Like people do like a five issue yeah. arc and then they jump off. So Joe Kelly kind of has like a run if you stitch it together a little bit. Like he's got mm-hmm. that Rhino thing. You got he did the Craven resurrection. Uh, thing that happened and uh, then the, the american sun uh with where harry osborne becomes like a superhero like a, kind of like a captain america type superhero dude um I'm not but yeah, sure anyways. how that would work <laughs> the osborne uh yeah yeah but the craven i mean you know craven's coming to the big screen apparently kind of soon so there you go yeah. maybe they can just use that <laughs> we'll see about that inspiration we'll see i don't know after We've morpheus got... oh god don't get me started on Morbius. God, that was just so... It, well, it's just, again, that... It could have been good. The issue was not that it was vampires. It was just terribly written. If that movie had came out in the early 2000s with the mm-hmm. Spider-Man films, it would be a cult classic now. Mm-hmm. But it came out 10 years too late. Like, yeah, it's not the time. Uh, Lobo is always good for a laugh. He is ridiculous and chaotic 24-7. And you have to love the guy for it, even if he's a jerk. Like... Yeah. Lobo's a little bit a blind spot. I've not read a lot of Lobo. He's just fun. I mean, even if you yeah. just watch like his couple like animated series appearances, even not in the comics, you mm-hmm. you get the gist of him because he's I don't know. Now that I think about it, I and I haven't read too much with him either, so maybe I'm wrong, but he has a lot of his personality is pretty consistent throughout. Like it's hard to mess him up. If you write yeah. Lobo wrong, you're what are you doing? He's just like all id, just a complete weirdo and maniac causing destruction and yeah okay yep a hundred percent that's him mm-hmm. yep um but with that said i think we should play our who said it game uh we should figure out uh who said what are you are you are you prepared for this today matt no nope. not after <laughs> that tweet yesterday 
We'll see. I'll try my darndest. I believe in you. Well, you know, and, and we've got a couple of people here in the live chat that can help you. So okay. thanks, guys. Uh, those you in the live chat, help 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 Matt out here um, and, and play along yourself. So um, we're going to put up uh, different comedic lines and there's going to be multiple choice. So don't worry. You don't have to try to wing uh, it. You're going to have multiple uh, choice. Great. Yep. I'm, I'm here to help. Thanks. <laughs> and um, you just pick who it is. And then um, we'll see who, who actually said it. And I'll show you the panel. So you actually get to see the evidence. I provide mm. my receipts. Okay. Um, so number one. Oh, forgive us for being rude. Hi here. You're safe now. No, please. No need to thank us. So we've got some like, multiple personality or something going on i think um okay. we've got hulk we've got venom deadpool or two-face who who on earth would say something like this um I, my gut says deadpool unless this is like a trick question unless you're trying to pull a fast one over me and it's like hulk but a different personality hulk mm -hmm. you know there's so many of those well, especially after our Immortal Hulk, like mm -hmm. who knows what even with is real with the Hulk there. anymore? Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Deadpool. Deadpool? Yep. Final answer. Is that show still even on anymore? It was oh, Venom, actually. Believe Venom. it or not, he was a little kind of smarmier back in the '90s, right? Yeah. 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 He totally. was. Yeah. Almost, almost like an anti-hero kind of. Mm -hmm. he's gone back and forth a lot yeah but yeah i just i adore his panel too because if you look at his eyes here like in that left part like you can actually see emotion with the way they they did the eyes with the symbio mm -hmm. like that that's really cool to me artistically yeah it's kind of like the spider-man thing where you know yeah it doesn't really make sense realistically but just it it, it works just knowing that it's a comic book yeah um, so, uh, indie lovers, if you're a really big fan of this one, you should know this instantly. Um, am I shitting? It feels like I'm shitting. So, was it Scott Pogram, uh, Susie Dixon from Sex Criminals, Alana from Saga, or Omni Man from Invincible? It's great because half of these options don't even make sense. <laughs> And this this totally feels like a Matt Fraction Chip Zdarsky joke, but it, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm gonna go with Alana from Saga. And oh, yep, yep. Uh, let's see, Anas and Chase agree with you, and mm. you are absolutely correct. If you're a fan of Saga, <laughs> you should know this by heart because it's like basically how it starts. She says her giving birth. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. It's true. Yep. Yep, it makes sense. Makes mm -hmm. sense if you've done it before. Uh, number three, I have not done before, guys. So please don't take my. My word partner's for done it. it twice, and that's what she said. There that's you what go. It's like, there you go. Freaking, totally we, we just get the best, don't we? Um, mm -hmm. it will take more than Tupperware trademark to stop me. Who the fuck would say that? Uh, was it Superman, Nightcrawler, Daffy Duck, or the Vulture? <laughs> registered trademark who would and and that's actually in the text which you'll see like that's what cracked huh. me up the most about it i was like they had to put that there like what mm. we've got like enough things duffy duck i feel like that's the obvious answer 
You don't trust me at all now, do you? No, I'm not going to go with the obvious. I'm going to say Superman. It kind of feels like something. Yeah, it feels like something he'd say. It kind of does, actually. It can be a little glib. Yeah, it can can be. But funny enough, uh, this is actually Nightcrawler. That's so weird. Isn't it? This is from um, the Bizarre Adventures number 27. Okay. And this was when... uh, uh, Dave Cochran was still drawing him and at times writing him. Uh, I don't think he wrote this issue, though, but he did draw it. But yeah, like he's fighting um, the Vanisher. So any X-Men fans, if you kind of remember who the Vanisher is, he's really kind of a punk. Like he's just kind of a lame villain, but he's enjoyable. Yeah, so Kurt's just jumping around and, you know, he, he calls a cauldron Tupperware. Tupperware makes cauldrons? Not not the same ones. Plastic ones, steel, iron. I don't know, man. I, I didn't know they made that, but uh, according to Bizarre Adventure 27, guys, that is Tupperware. Okay. Tupperware makes cauldrons. Bring them back, Tupperware. Yeah, I mean, maybe like in the 1700s, a cauldron was the Tupperware of its time, so. Maybe. This came out in the 80s, I believe. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, don't yeah. worry about 1700s, 80s, no difference. Yeah, same thing. Um, Larry, shut your maggoty mouth. I'm trying to slow-mo away from this explosion, and you're killing my vibe. So we have Gertrude from the I Hate Fairyland series by Scotty Young. We've got Harley Quinn. We've got Stanley Ibkiss as Big Head the Mask. And we have, guess who? The Tick. The Tick. <laughs> Never read any of the mask. Kind of, I really want to. Yeah, I yeah. haven't either, to be fair. Yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um... Gertrude. Gertrude? Mm-hmm. You yeah, are right. Got it. And this was suggested by Emma on Twitter as uh, a comedic comic he likes. So I was like, I have to use that quote. And mm-hmm. honestly, um, when I was going through finding these quotes, I now want to read this series because the colors are great, the art's great, and it's mm-hmm. ridiculously stupid. So yeah, I'm here for I it. I go around with Scotty Young. Yep. Yes, I had never read this before, too. Like, it's totally a blind spot. Like, yeah, check it out. Yeah. So is that your th- three out of four? Uh, I think that's uh, your score. Three out of four. Okay, let's go with that. Because you got the first, you got the Daffy Duck wrong. It's it's two or three out of four. I think you know. I think I got two out of four. I, I, I got two right. Okay, you're I'll, halfway I'll there. Honest. Yeah. Okay. Um, we are in a whole lot of trouble. Get it like a donut. <laughs> so you got Spider-Man, you've got Jimmy Olsen, you've got Evelyn the Eye from By the Horns, and you've got Ira the Eye from Metal Shark Bro. Uh, I don't even know what the last three are. Or, I mean, the last two are. Uh, you're in a whole lot of trouble. Get it? Like a donut? Mm. Doesn't seem like a Spider-Man thing to say. I'm just going to guess. Um, number three, Evelyn. Evelyn? Yep. I love Evelyn. She's great. She's not exactly the most uh punny though, but um mm-hmm. Ira from Metal Shark Bro is. So this Metal is Metal Shark right Bro. Yep. Goodness. And I actually, cool. Yeah, I've got I've got the first two volumes as well. Um okay. it is really really uh metal for lack of a way of putting it and <laughs> rambunctious. I enjoy the hell out of it. It's very broy and stuff in a good cool. way. It's the good kind of bro, so um yeah, that one's a fun one. If who's you it written by? Who's the, who's the team? Oh, Scout. 
Yep, it's the Scout Publisher, and then you've got uh, Walter As. Oh, I can't read that one. It's been a while. Osley. Uh, I know the other two. So Bob France and Kevin Cuff are okay. the main two on it, but they're really they're really sweet. Oh, that's great. Sweet. Yeah. Gotta check it out. And we've got. Are you talking to your ex? I'm consulting it. This is basically a freebie because you have two options, and then not an answer, and not an answer. So you've got two options. It's fifty fifty. Okay, uh, so uh, not the answer one, not the answer two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you talking to me? I'm consulting it. Owen Conan the Barbarian? So um, you need to check out Barbaric. Oh, from I've heard of Because it's okay. from Barbaric, yes. So that yeah. is Owen the Barbarian from Barbaric, <laughs> yeah. I've heard about it. I've heard good things. I've never, I never took the dive. It's fantastic. I, cool. I can't recommend it enough. And now's a good time to get on it too, because it's coming back. I think in a month or so, or mm -hmm. this month maybe. So it's coming back pretty soon. Is it a vault book? Yes, it is. Mm. I've never read a vault book. Can you <gasps> believe that? No. You're gonna you're gonna have to read your first vault book. Yeah, I gotta catch up. I gotta. There's like a discount bookstore with like this like giant comic book section. So mm -hmm. one day when I got a little moolah, I want to go there and just like buy a bunch of vault books for. Uh, you know, good deal. So, Anasa's cracking me up over here, going, "Not the answer is actually forget me not from X Men, please, please." Do you uh, do you read any X Men at all, Matt? Uh, yeah, like I'm I'm reading all the Hickman stuff or formerly Hickman stuff. Yes, um, so good. Yeah, I read the Bendis stuff, which is good. Had its good moments. Had not so much good moments. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to catch up on like the. I've never read the Chris. Chris Claremont uh, original run, so I bought. Oh my gosh, you yeah, have I got bought the read. first four omnibuses of that. So yeah, I'm trying to get like do like a consistent run. Like I want to get those two mm -hmm. Stanley Jack Kirby omnibuses, and then just read like you know the, the first 30, 20 years of X Men in, in one sitting. So that's that is my goal. But uh, all right, well you have to keep us updated yet. because okay. uh, X Men homework is very serious business. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And I mean, I like the, the, what do you call it? The Morrison run, of course. Yep. I actually yep. have not read that one. So I have to do my homework on that. Mm -hmm. I've yeah, not I read that era. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dad, the teacher said to ask you how she got pregnant. She said, you know, <sighs> you're, it's going to be very fun when you see the, the actual panel with this quote. It's going to be very fun. <laughs> so uh, Sweet Paprika is uh, from Image, I believe. Uh, Sunstone is who is the guy? Stefan Sedgick, I think that's how you say his name. That's a big book from him. Mm -hmm. You have Sex Criminals, of course. And uh, did they make a Mori comic? <laughs> <laughs> I'd pay to see that. <laughs> and Dad, the teacher said to ask how she got pregnant. I don't think it's Sex Criminals. I'm trying to read like your your facial expressions to give me a hint. You have, you have a very good poker face. <laughs> uh, I have a very awkward face. That's how I do. <laughs> I just look awkward the entire time, so nobody knows what I'm really feeling. Okay, I'm gonna go sweet paprika. You got it! Yay! And I absolutely love this panel because the kid's saying this stuff. The dad's losing his shit, and the mom looks like she's ready to stab him. <laughs> she is ready to rip him to shreds. I like that face. Right, and and her uh, her little uh. What is that called? This thing. It says Hell Chef. I enjoy that a lot. <laughs> oh, um, apron? Yeah. 
Yeah, apron. That word. Yes. I was thinking robe. I was like, that's not a robe. (laughs) I don't know what things are. Yeah. I I actually need to try this book again because I think I read the first issue and it was a little too... Because it, it's it, there's a lot of you know sex and stuff in it, which I have no problem with. But mm-hmm. I like I like that stuff done a certain way, and it's hard for me to get that um, in adult comedic books. But this shit looks great, so I'm here for yeah, that. That's, that's cool. hilarious. Um, yeah, he's a little orange dickhead, but I love him. <laughs> so we've got billion billionaire island, spy island, Jenny Zero, or didn't the Riddler make a great orange joke in Harley Quinn season one? Oh, I've never seen Harley Quinn. I want to watch it. What? Matt, yeah. okay, you got more homework. It's it's hard. It's, I can't stream it anywhere in Canada. I have to pay like for like some dumb, dumb streaming service that I don't want to get. So, and I, I'm I'm bad with computers. I don't know how to download stuff. I'm stupid that way. So, I don't we can get you uh, hooked up in a neighborhood. It'll be okay. We'll take okay. care of you. Uh, uh the, yeah, I've never read any of these books, so another guess. Mm, I'm gonna say Jenny Zero. Jenny Zero, man, you're yeah. good at guessing today because you yeah, are 100 correct. All yeah, right. yeah. So it says, yeah, he's a little orange dickhead, but I love him. Okay, weird, but whatever, babe. You ready? You know it. Let's do this last one, and then it's all sea breeze and cat fleas for me. <laughs> love that. Who doesn't want that? That's the life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to read this one. Joe's a, a good friend of the show, and he he has never stopped talking about Jane Zero since he read it. So, okay, um, I, I I got a lot of stuff to check out after this. Oh, here you go. Uh, uh, DC Patrol. Good morning, bud. He popped in and said uh, he took it out of the library. Are you talking about the Harley Quinn show? Because if so, then uh, Matt can go to the library. Yeah, I got a library card. <laughs> Uh, so this is the one Thanks. that was uh, shown on Twitter as a sneak peek. Um, how'd you get so hard so suddenly? Is this a trick or what? So mm-hmm. we've got the Joker, we got Spider Man, we got Lois Lane, and we've got Hal Jordan. The Cove said these this line. It seems a little too crass for Spider Man to say. It's kind of the, the innuendo. I don't think is his is his thing. Um, Lois Lane again feels like the obvious answer. <laughs> How do you get so hard so suddenly? I'm gonna go the Joker. Joker. Yep. Uh, DC Patrol says, "Yep, Harley the library. Okay, so check cool. with your library." All right. Yep. Check that out. I check. man, I had to keep a poker face for this one because it was. Uh... <laughs> it was Spider Man. Okay. I, I guess it seems Spider-Man. innocent in this context. Exactly. Seems... That's why it works. <laughs> I think okay. for him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love that one. That one's so fun. And the last one. I have dined in the exalted halls of the godly realms. This day I am offered a creamsicle. So is that Black Adam, Loki, Wonder Woman, or Thor? Thor? It it just seems very Thor-like. That's very Thor-like? Yeah, or Loki. Uh, I'm going to go Thor. Yep. Yeah, yep, 100%. <laughs> it was very hard for me not to deepen my voice. Like, you probably noticed I did that and stopped myself because I was like, damn it, that'll make it 100% Thor. Like, <laughs> it is a very him thing to say. But you know what issue this is from? I don't. I can, mm. I'll double check though. I'll, I can double check. Kind of seems like an advertisement. Like, uh, you know, those ads mm-hmm. you get in middle comics where it's, it know, could be advertising some car or something. That's true. Or, yeah. 
a car. I don't know. There are some interesting moments with uh, some of these characters. Like, I know it's not from a comic, but I believe in one of the animated DC films, there's a moment where, like, Wonder Woman, like, gets an ice cream cone from a kid, or, like, this other version of Wonder Woman gets it, and she's, like, like, she all of a sudden loves ice cream, and for, like, five minutes, she won't shut up about how enamored she is by the fact that ice cream exists. It's very interesting. It's good. Ice cream's good. I would be enamored by it if I tried it for the first time, too, so relatable right 100% and Wes is popping again good morning Wes he's a uh, he does a lot of uh, really great DC comics reviews and stuff mm. um, and I think earlier let me go back because I believe I used one from Wes mm-hmm. which one did I use from Wes yeah he was the one that recommended uh, Metal Shark Bro okay, cool yeah that was pretty cool because I, I thought I thought Wes just read DC so it's like oh my god Wes you read other things that's amazing Wes is a, a man of many tastes. I'm Absolutely. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think he is. But if I'm wrong, please correct me, Wes. But that is uh, what I've uh, gotten as well. But yeah, guys, so that was the Who Said It game. Um, So what was your final score? Like five out of ten or something, probably? Something like that. Pa- I barely passed. Which yeah, barely passed. Cool. Yeah. That's Sounds okay. Like back. You can work on it for a couple of months. Come back on the show. We can redeem it. Like. Wait. You'll be prepared. Okay, sounds good. I'll I'll read up on my more indie stuff. That's, uh, <laughs> that's what threw me, I think. All these books I yeah. Know. yeah. Yeah, well, that's one thing I had trouble with with the game was I was trying to figure out, should I lean more into the big two or should I go more indie? So I tried mm-hmm. to do indie this time. Um, yeah, you got to range. Big two gets so much attention, yeah. yeah they, they just get so much already. Well, all right. So uh, let's go ahead and do our last segment of the day, which is our neighborhood huddle. So what are you looking forward to coming up in the next week or so in, in Nerdy World? Anything you have going on? Any, like, you know, other comics or nerdy stuff you're excited about? Um, hmm, my head is completely wrapped up in this Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, uh, okay, let's put that aside. I think Moon Knight, I'm, I'm very behind on Moon Knight, uh, the, uh-huh. the Disney Plus show. Because, uh, like I said, ki- caught up in the Kickstarter, so I haven't been watching it. So mm-hmm. I think I'm going to wait for um, uh, Wednesday and then binge the last three episodes. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of what I'm super stoked about. Um, yeah. yeah. And then I, I got a pile of comics that I'm, I'm making my <laughs> way through. So every night, like, I kind of read a couple of issues. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's a nice yeah, no, tweet. I'm the same. I, uh, I actually, I'll be behind two Moon Knight episodes by Wednesday because um, I, I copped a four, I think, and then five came out and i heard it was like really intense and like emotional yeah. dramatic and i was like i can't handle that this week i i can't do it so it's gonna have to wait till i have energy so i'll probably do the same thing and just binge the last two um i'm interested to see if that's gonna get another season like if it's going to continue yeah who knows i don't know uh maybe or he'll just pop up in some other movie franchise series uh you never know who knows? I mean, Loki got Loki got a second season, right? So that's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, and yeah, I'm interested to see if it continues in TV format or if they'll try to make a movie with him. Yeah. Um, because you know they did Falcon Warren Soldier, and now Sam Wilson's getting a cat movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not yeah. continuing that. So 
Who knows? I'm sure he'll pop up somewhere eventually. Oh, yeah. I don't think he's going anywhere. Um, We'll say that, like, West Coast Avengers. I can see that being a Disney show. Yeah, no, that's true. I know everybody's sitting here wondering when they're going to put the team together for this phase. Like, everybody's like, where's the next Avengers team or whatever? Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah. plot twist, it's the X-Men guys. They're coming. You're welcome. <laughs> Who needs the Avengers when you have the X-Men? Yeah. Yeah. And Anas here saying Star Trek Strange New Worlds in three oh, days. Yeah. What's that? I haven't heard anything about that. Uh, it's uh, the, 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 it's the new Star Trek show where it's going to be Captain hmm. Pike as, the, as oh. the main captain. So yeah, the Enterprise just before Kirk came aboard or became the captain. So hmm. be Pike and Spock as a science officer, and Rebecca Ramon, mm-hmm. Rebecca Ramon is number mm-hmm. one or number two or something like that. But uh, yeah. they said like it's going to be more of a throwback to the original Star Trek. So instead of like these mm-hmm. season long arcs or whatever, it'll be like each yeah. episode is like a self contained kind of sci fi story, mm-hmm. and then yeah, it'll be more classic Star Trek. So yeah, that's I'm, really cool. Yeah. I, I know a lot of you guys have to be excited about that, especially not here in all caps. <laughs> Uh, return to the enterprise but that's awesome i i'm i'm glad like star trek's kind of getting more footing again because even if i'm not the biggest fan of it it's it's a really great franchise mm-hmm. so that's yeah. exciting to see um but yeah so those of you uh that just popped in last second um before we get going uh make sure you check out matt's kickstarter the id-nt error um really hilarious ridiculous rambunctious comic about a guy who you know builds a robot and then decides to torture it, and then the robot decides to fight back. I mean, it sounds ridiculous. It's hilarious, though. It is ridiculous, but that's what makes it so good. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what we like here in comics. Um, Well, yeah, Matt, you want to plug yourself? Where can people find you? Anything else you want to throw out there? Uh, Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. Um, My Twitter handle is StupidMatt, so that's stupid with two O's, (laughs) S-T-O-O-P-I-D underscore M-A-T-T. Uh, that's kind of the only place I'm online these days. Uh, I have an Instagram, but it's like private because I just post pictures of my kids and you probably mm-hmm. don't want to see it anyways. It's boring. It's me being mm-hmm. a dad. Uh, but yeah, check out uh, my Twitter and uh, check out ID10T Error on Kickstarter. And um, yeah, oh, wait, nine, 18 days left. We, we need every last dollar you can offer. So like I said, uh, if you're interested, um, you know, you can back get the just issue one is also option so that's just seven dollars canadian so like five bucks american or something like Mm. that so yeah every last bit helps yeah absolutely uh emmett here saying robot sex question mark would you like Mm, to elaborate on that matt no (laughs) no no just robot violence (laughs) <laughs> just robot violence. Ah, yeah, uh, we got Derek here from Weekly Polls. Uh, speaking of robot violence, um, this is the guy that will read robot violence. This is Derek from the Weekly Polls. Um, Derek, you need to go back this campaign, this Kickstarter, because it's Please. just complete, absolute chaos. You've got a guy building a robot, and then he just decides to torture it, and then the robot fights back. I mean, it's fucking hysterical. It's rambunctious. It's chaotic. You got Burpo. Look at this little shit, Burpo. Why wouldn't you want back for Burpo? Burpo. If I ever do like another campaign or like if I get far enough and enough interest in it, I'd love to do like a back Burpo plushie to see like. <laughs> I would love that. First, like if that's even feasible, if cost effective. And uh, yeah, that's that's my dream to do a Burpo plushie. So maybe one day. 
I, I think I think yeah. Once you get this one uh, funded and everything, I think that could be the next Kickstarter because yeah. people love plushies. You'll get people to back just because they want a damn plushie. plushie. Like okay. we're heathens, mm -hmm. and secret. we have no shame. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, Matt, for coming on. Thanks for playing the game and and joining the neighborhood and enjoying the chaos. Um, you guys can follow the show's Twitter at mb uh hd actually there's an h there i'll fix that Whoops. uh mbhd comic show yeah you know i i make errors it's fine i am the entire crew of the show i'm the tech crew i am the host i am it's, it's kind of a hard yeah, job sometimes well, yeah yeah you gotta pass look at that you got look burpo could be a squishmallow or whatever the hell the kids call them 100 <laughs> percent. yeah sure i'll have to look up what the squishmallow is but uh yeah you don't know what squishmallow is they are so soft. That's the best part. They're so squishy and soft. Are they like big or small or just kind of a? I think there's both. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. I was gonna. We were gonna move on, but now we've got squish mallows or whatever they're called. So now I've got to show him what they look like. Okay. All right. Hold on. Let me put this up on the screen because I'm sorry. If you can't tell, I get really excited about uh fluffy, squishy, cute things. Mm, yeah, These are what they are. It. Yeah. Is it Lilo yeah. or Stitch one? I see. Mm. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Look at him. He's so cute. Look at the monocle. I mean, mm -hmm. I want to buy that just one. because of that. Yeah. That's fantastic. See, there you go. That's your next campaign. There you go. Okay. The neighborhood's ready to back it at any point. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, and next week, you guys. Um, we will be uh, doing free comic book day giveaways. Um, talk about Mother's Day. Um, we will have another comic creator guest on, which is exciting. Um, but for those of you that either can't make it to free comic book day or you just want to win more free comics, uh, be sure to tune in next Sunday because I'm going to be giving away a bunch of shit. It's going to be great. Um, we'll be giving away on the air. Um, oh, look, we got DC Patrol saying dozens of Squishmallows. There you go. Mm, okay. You have dozens of burpos. Okay. Life-size burpo. Or, I don't know. Big burpo. Okay. How big would that be? Anyway, I guess life-size would just be like that. That big. So, we'd go I was gonna say. a lot bigger. Man-size burpo. Man-size burpo. If, if, uh, uh, a burpo but Shaquille O'Neal height. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably cost-effective. I'm sure I could do that. Right? Very, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Look, if, if my out. parents will pay 40 bucks for a piece of cardboard with Shaquille O'Neal on it, life-size, which they have, it's on the uh -huh. other side of this room, um, you know, I think people will pay for a Burpo that size. We'll see. <laughs> I'll run the Kickstarter first and then find out. There you go. That's exactly <laughs> it. I'll be the first to back it. Uh, I'll be tweeting it every day from uh, the, uh, the show's Twitter. That's exactly what will happen. Okay, great. Awesome. Well, thanks again, you guys, for tuning in, and we will see you guys next week. Mm -hmm.